4: Uh,
2: hey, nice for buddy. him to let you do it. Whatever he does to that boat, I mean, he touches it. It, Peter, it breaks, you, you know.
4: Peter.
5: Peter, shut the hell up. <laughs> Hello? Jeez.
4: Hello?
5: Oh, sorry. There you are. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> welcome back, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday night. I know we are. Um, in just a second, we're going to have the one and only G-Man, Gerald Swindle on. Can't wait to talk to him, uh, see what he's been up to. Of course, i got to find out if he's getting ready for the season. You think he's excited? Bass is starting up in just a little bit. Uh, MLF is starting up a little bit. I, I, I think people are getting excited. Pete, what do you think? Let me throw it to you. I
5: think Pete's mad at me.
0: uh Tournaments <laughs> getting ready to, to turn back on. Of course, we had a Toyota series just got over yesterday. What do you think about all this? Is, is it are, are we ready? Is this the right thing to do? Is it the wrong thing to do?
2: Well, do I, I don't know about that, but I think there's a lot of excitement to address that part of it. You know, and – um. You know, people are wanting it. I, I don't know if you knew uh, but we kind of got the word that the the elites are gonna be broadcast on ESPN two. The the entire tournament, the live wow. uh is supposed to have two two blocks on wow. ESPN two in the morning and afternoon block. So I'm I'm interested to see how that goes off, you know. People are people are wanting sports so bad, everybody's wanting something to watch. Um, I know. I, I'm gonna. I'm excited. I can't wait till the live shows come back. You know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good news over there. I like. And that. you see, you see craziness going on out in the world. Like, when's the last time there's a hundred boat tournament on the Chesapeake? You know. Last you week, guys yeah. fished one.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, and that's this year. That 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 tournament doesn't draw a hundred boats. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's excitement in the air, man. Yeah, it's, people, uh, it's ready to break loose. People are jonesing. People are excited. And I'm excited
0: right now sitting on the couch getting ready to talk to our <laughs> next guest. Uh, joining us now, I don't know where he's at because all I just see is a black shadowy figure. He might <laughs> be on the beach. He could be on a different planet. I don't know. I can't really tell with the, with the, with the silhouette right there. But joining us via Zoom the one and only Gerald Swindle, everybody. Woo, G. <laughs> Hello. Hi.
4: We got the mute button on.
0: Ah! I hear you. How you doing, G? Hey, you're muted, G. Oh, huh? It ain't me. Ah, oh, I heard him for a second, and then I didn't. No,
1: I think it was Riz. Oh, was she that was Riz? Saying...
0: <laughs> oh, Riz, you sounded like G. How y'all doing?
6: I'm gonna tell you, I'm about tired of this.
7: (laughs) That didn't sound like G whatsoever. G, it's it's the button that has the
5: microphone. (laughs) (laughs) These are
0: Brian issues happening right now.
5: They got nothing to do with me. Well, thanks for coming. Everybody right, there you good. have it. it. This is a great <laughs> well, <come> on, <laughs>
6: There you have it.
7: There's
0: we didn't even a...
5: get to talk about his tank top. I know.
0: I like it. I like it. All right. Well, while we're waiting to get the audio <laughs> issue, which he figured out, uh, there is an excitement, Pete. We, 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 we'll we go back to what we're talking about. There's an excitement right now about the league starting back up. Uh, <laughs> like There's straighter. Straight. I think it is are ready for
6: Well,
0: it's like a party house there. Wow. I wish we were there. We just here. get
1: to look at everybody. Oh, yeah. No. But we don't get to partake That's in the That's kind of cool. I
5: like it. I like it. What's going on?
0: This is the first time in a long time, Brian I can't blame it on you.
5: Uh, probably is. Well, don't speak too soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probably, Bri. Probably is. <laughs> it's on his end. Uh, we're going to get this figured out in a second here. Um, while we're doing that, let me go ahead and talk about, this is a good time, this is an interlude here. <laughs> uh, and, and Gerald's a TH guy, so let's talk about this product. And this is, this is one that flies under the radar a lot, okay? This is one that flies under the radar. Because, of course, TH Marines got all that sexy stuff, you know what I mean? They got you know jack plates and lights, and they got G-Juice and prop nuts, and they got all this really cool, fancy stuff. And a lot of times, the most simple product gets lost in the mix. Uh, and this is a really cool one that I keep in my boat all the time. In fact, I went down and grabbed it out of my boat before the show. This is called Wave Away. Um, just basically, it's a, it's a little spray that is a, a cleaning spray that I use constantly on my graphs, my sonar. I use it on my HydraWave. I use it on my console just to, to clean my gauges on my console. Uh, but it's great. It comes in a little pump spray bottle. I keep it right in the middle of the console. Um, and especially before the tournament starts, I make sure to clean all my grass with this. Listen, if, if, you're, sp- if you're like the rest of the world and you're spending $2,000, $3,000, 4000 a piece on graphs. please take care of them things. Try this TH product. It's really good. It's called Wave Away. Uh, great, great screen cleaner. Pretty pretty unbelievable. Uh, definitely better than the professor's screen cleaner. You remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Pete,
0: you remember the professor's screen cleaner? The bass professor. The bass professor. Uh, the funny thing, Pete, is I honestly think he got like over-the-counter like Windex and just <laughs> repackaged it.
2: Do you get the feeling he did that? I I I wouldn't put it past him. It's not a bad idea, man, buy bulk at uh, BJ's and repackage it. Uh, I it don't know. I have, I, have, I have a feeling he may have
0: repackaged Windex, you know, yep. but uh, shout out to the professor. <laughs> well, shout the out to the professor, <laughs>
1: these guys. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're coming. Uh, if, if you're watching right now, we're trying to get some audio issues fixed, but we're coming live from the gym. Yeah. And Gerald's <laughs> actually bench pressing Wesley right now. That's right. <laughs> uh, give me. i uh,
8: Wesley if he'd quit eating so much.
0: Ah! <laughs> oh, right there is when the audio came back, of course. Gerald, how you doing?
8: Great. I'm good, gang. Okay? See the beach?
0: I see it. I see the beach. Where are you stuck. at right now?
8: At Orange
0: Beach, you think you would make this jump? It's only about eleven stories. You think you could hit that pool? Ooh, mm. it's don't, questionable. Don't do it. Questionable, questionable. All right, now you said Orange Beach. Uh, a lot of the viewers, I know where it's at, but a lot of viewers right now are watching, saying, "Orange Beach." What are they in Orange, Texas? Where are they fishing the Sabine? Where, where, where's Orange Beach at, Gerald?
8: It's Orange Beach, Alabama. It's right on the Gulf out here. It's outside of Mobile. It's right by Pensacola, the Destin area. We're down here at the beach. It's where the a lot of people call it the Redneck Riviera. That's uh, pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, uh, a, a lot of the people were uh, we're up here in the Northeast. A lot of people up here are still in quarantine. They're still at home. They're still scared to go get food and groceries. You guys are at the beach. I, I like that. I, I like it because I, I tell you, Becky and I, for, for sure, are going stir crazy a little bit. Is this the first big trip you've taken since all this stuff has happened?
4: It is. You know, I,
8: I fished around home some, but I haven't really been out, out like traveling. But I can tell you this the people of Alabama and Orange Beach, I don't think COVID's on their. They are I don't even think they care anymore. They're just fully working and back to doing what they want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> yeah. I I think it's a combination. I think uh I think people are just getting tired and disgusted. I think things are, you know, getting better in a lot of places. So uh so gee, what you're telling me is there's there's not chicks in bikinis wearing big giant face shields or anything. Just nothing. No.
8: Now, but I, I will tell you, that I did see some people, Now this is just my way of thinking, and it's probably wrong. I seen some people coming from the beach today wearing string bikinis and a mask. Huh.
0: That's
8: jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing in the sun with 131 degrees with hardly no clothes on, and you're going to put a mask to walk inside. No, no. Not a lot of face shields down here, but I, I have heard rumors there's strip clubs down here that have... Plexiglass all around the stage with a like a deposit box <laughs> slot cut in there where you put the money in on the stage. I haven't witnessed that ever. That's brilliant. The wow. Like they a might tank, want like to a keep, a keep that.
0: Genius. That's genius.
8: Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm just saying it's different down here. I, I mean, you guys haven't got to do much of anything, have
5: you? No. 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 It's been
7: locked down. I'm over think- lockdown. I'm pretty sure Brian's ghost would be upset with like a check cashing type stripper joint, dude.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it would be, yeah. Not
8: funny either. because really, just the state really just opened back up like two week and a half two weeks ago, and dude, it's just went back to full on. Like it's so funny, like you see no one out on the street. A very small percentage my ass uh, Everybody's just back to work, like nothing ever happened. You can tell people are just like. We got to work, man. We got to survive. And, yeah. just kinda, and whether it's right or wrong, I'm just stating that that's what they've done. And, and as soon as they opened the beaches up, they went at 100% capacity the day that they opened everything up down here. It's a two and three mm-hmm. hour wait to eat anywhere on
4: the beach. That's wow. How wow. Wow.
0: That's incredible. Dang. That's incredible. That tells you a lot about society. I mean, they're kind of, people are getting fed up, they're sick of it. Uh, during the quarantine, gee, I, I follow you, of course, on social media like a lot of people keep up with you. Um, Seems like a lot of anglers sort of after the tournaments were done, they went just went cold. Like they fell off the face of the earth. Doesn't seem like they disappeared. Uh, but you've been busy. G- give us a little bit about uh, what you've been doing, what you've been up to the last few months since the tournaments stopped.
8: I'm trying to keep up with Ike, but, brother, you're making it tough, man. Like you keep posting on, like, four pages, like, nine times. I'm, I'm like, running out of content. I'm, like, oh, look, take a picture of my toe and put on Instagram. What I like. I, I'm running out of stuff to post, you know. Uh, I, after that first tournament, you know, we've seen this kind of coming in, you're thinking, okay, so what do, you, what do you do to stay relevant? What, what do you do? Yeah to still give to your sponsors where they're, you know, they don't have any reason to doubt what you're doing. So we really just kind of started saying, you know what, we're going to build content. We're going to be on the lake. We're going to try to do things. I've hired some camera guys. I mean, I tried to iconelli it up, man, but it's tough. I mean, you don't realize, like, I, when people don't, you try to create that much content to post that many times a week, quality content. It is, imagine, back on tournament trail, just so it could slow down some.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true.
0: It is so true. I mean, yeah. it
6: is a
8: full time time. You wake up in the morning till you go to bed. You're either editing because you know you're trying to do some office work. We're still lucky we can run out on the lake and fish. You run out and fish three or four hours, and you run back and you try to take footage and chop it up, find photos. still do still photography stuff you're trying to and i'm like man this has become really overwhelming during the quarantine now we've we've done some shores you know we've we've caught up on some housework done all that i'm I'm like i planted a garden which i hate gardening because that's what i've done as a kid you see the rescue you hear the helicopter you hear that that's never good when you hear the helicopter fly by the condo that that means that there's an accident on the beach somewhere so that's the coast guard doing a patrol but you know I, i told lulu i said i don't know how many more Gardens, or how many more yards we can cut, or how many more fences we can paint. So like I am so ready to get back out on the tournament trail. And I'm sure you are too, man. You yeah. The board, bunch of worked in my boat, but luckily for me, I've took the last eight weeks, and I, I've honestly spent a lot of time fishing. Like, like, like just going out and fishing, like old yeah. school fishing, putting the boat in, re, you know, really. Learning, like, I, it, it took me a while to learn 360 imaging on my boat, and, you know, I would have not have had that time in a tournament situation to just sit out there and learn it. Yeah. So I think there were some benefits to it. Like, when it all, all said done, I was like, you know what? I learned a bunch. I got to fish a bunch. But I'm ready to compete again. Yeah. I mean, that's something that never goes away is that desire to go compete at some level.
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh The fishing thing, I'd say I I've been fishing – a ton myself. I've been doing a ton of mm-hmm. kayak fishing. I noticed, gee, I saw a couple kayak posts from you. You've tried. To... I did. Yeah, I like and it.
8: I went, I got a three part video series coming out that I have, you know, I own 500 acres there in, uh, in Jasper, and I had a lake on it, Ike, and I've had this farm since 2006, and I've never made a cast in this lake. It's hidden in the middle of the woods. Like, there hardly was no roads to it. I hunted around it, but I never fished in it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go up there and kind of build a road. I had to repair a bridge to get over it. I did all that. I took my skid steer and built a boat ramp, took my kayak in there and fishing. And, you know, it's kind of, I didn't know what I was going to catch. But there's something about that kayak fishing I found very, like, surreal. Like, it's just you in a kayak. It's yeah. real paddling around. And even Leanne, she's like, I want to go kayaking. I want to go kayaking with that. I see that growing, man. Like I've seen you do a lot in your kayak, but like at home I'm seeing more and more people kayaking, like families kayaking on the yeah. rivers and yeah. all streams. You're seeing them put in five or six kayaks at a time. And I'm like, is this the next craze? I mean, is this something you see in your area that's like really becoming a family like get together outing?
0: Yeah. It's it's growing it's growing like crazy. Yeah, we we see it up here. I think the ease of uh, the access of it, you know, it doesn't break the bank. It's easy to launch. You don't have to have a $50,000, you know, truck. You know, I I think that's a big part of the allure. And also what you said, you know, it's just you're at the level of the fish. You know, you you just, it's you and the fish. It takes out a lot of the problems, you know, with a big boat, you know. Um, I I do have to ask you this.
5: Uh, Brian Carpenter. yeah, go ahead. What do you got? No, I was going to say, I'm really excited to see you guys get back out and, and start fishing, you know. Uh, the one thing this this uh, shutdown has done, uh, a- actually, G, you're the only only professional angler that hasn't started their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do uh, it. You're the only I, one, G. I,
8: I, I'm not going to say too much about that, but I told my wife. I said I can't hardly get on Instagram anymore. I stay on TikTok. She said, "Why?" I said, "Because if I hear one more tip on how to fish and one <laughs> more color." So- and one more ad I want to buy. I said, I'm going to shoot myself a ball toe <laughs> right off the gate. I said, i podcast. I'm like, I just want some guy to wake up one morning and say, and I almost did this the other day say, hey, I got nothing to post. So I'm just telling y'all, I'm just posting this because I
5: got nothing. i I like like, like the honesty
4: see the problem is
0: you have to stop talking about fishing around your phone and start having really random conversations because your phone's always listening and then your feed will change so like you need to tell your phone something like ridiculous like feet am i'm into assless chaps and like your entire (laughs) feed will just be assless chaps i
8: i i agree i agree with beck no matter what you like you you can just randomly say, "Hey, I want to put a new motor in my hot rod." I think about putting a three eighty three stroker motor, and in the morning on my newsfeed, it'll be motors for sale by Summit Racing.
6: Yeah.
8: And then listening to you, I was like, "Well, how come all the time I've looked up dirty pictures, they never send me boo pictures?"
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: I talk about like that. I'm like, "Hey, look at that!" They never send you boo pictures. It's always like, "What you can buy." So we got to work. If you know, do you know Mark Zuckel Chicken up there at Facebook or whatever? It is?
0: Yeah, I'll have I'll reach out to him. We're friends.
7: Give him a jingle. Facebook. Give Mark or, uh, a little jingle. Yeah. They were both part of like the Richmond elite. She knows them.
8: Yeah, <laughs> the entire country was trying to help people. I, I totally on this. I say like, I find it very amazing that during during the quarantine, you noticed that Verizon was offering packages on their phones. Everybody was trying to do something to help somebody. Uh oh, Zuckerberg, he didn't help nobody, did he?
6: No, he helped
0: himself.
8: Yeah, yeah. In, in other words, you can have 33 million followers, and if you post, it's cheaper to call them all.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: I just want to say, shit, guys, give me your phone number, I'll call y'all, and give me an update on what's going on because <laughs> I'm gonna make gotta tell y'all hello, okay? <laughs> he didn't really help us, like in the Facebook world. Everybody else helped us, but that's just my personal. Self. That's why I stay on TikTok. I haven't seen Ike on TikTok yet, but I know it's coming.
0: It's coming. It's coming. I, I I do enjoy your post, G. I saw one. I saw the rapping post on the TikTok, which I liked a lot. I like that. That was, that was a good one.
8: You know, I started watching TikTok back in October because someone said, we think TikTok's going to be the next big thing for bass fishing and social media. And I'm like, hmm. Huh. So yeah, I watched it the entire winter to try to figure out how it works. I think it could be a little fishy, but it is refreshing that you go on there and it's not so much, you know, twenty percent off codes and all this. It's a little different. Yeah. TikTok is it's like hunting chicken eggs in a chicken house. You got like three hundred shovelfuls of chicken crap to find one egg. It's yeah. a really good stuff. <laughs> to dig through piles of it to get the good stuff. But I've seen wired to fish on there. I'm seeing more and more fishermen come out on it and. A fun fact that I learned like is, if you have, if you go into TikTok hashtag bass fishing, it's almost three times the amount of tags for bass fishing in almost a year than in the existing Instagram. Wow! So huh. That tells you on TikTok that are hashtag bass fishing Instagram. I That's pretty.
1: Strange.
8: Wow! It's interesting. Find the cart Start your, I mean, start making stuff on, you need you, your own, like, carpenter show, like how to solve, how to make, whatever. Come on, Brian. Becky's yeah. cooking show on TikTok.
0: You got to do
5: this shit, Brian. Uh, I've been told. Hey,
8: burn it. Hey, Becky's burning vegetables. Be- Becky's burning vegetables. Whatever didn't work <laughs> out, put uh, Wait, I, wait, I don't burn
0: and, things. I just I blow up burning vegetables.
8: It would so be fucking Becky, <laughs> heaven. Becky's burning vegetables. Becky, just, here we go. This cake turned out to be doo-doo. Y'all check it
7: out. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, I'm gonna replace that sign in the basement. It's gonna be BBV,
6: you know, <laughs> Becky's burning vegetables.
7: <laughs>
6: yeah, I like
0: it. Might need a whole new logo for you, Beck. Yeah. Uh Becky's think- <laughs>
7: burning vegetables. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, bye, G. I love you. My
0: children are calling. They want to go to bed. <laughs> All right, G. As one leaves, I do want to. I want to talk to you a little bit about this because it's a. It's a good opportunity. Becky's leaving. Uh, to go burn vegetables. To go burn vegetables. Uh, kill some vegetables. <laughs> but I, I. want you to talk a little bit about how important it is, and we don't. We don't. I don't think we've talked about this on the show hardly enough. How important it is to have. Your wife involved in not not just your personal life but your business as well. I I know how important it is. I know what Lulu does. Uh, same thing with Wesley with with Steph uh, Stephanie. You know, working hard too. Talk a little bit about that because a lot of people watch and assume that it's just you doing everything. And uh, you know, it's,
8: uh, you know you and I've been on each other enough and work behind the scenes and i've seen you at your best and worst and you have me too but we both know without our wives dude half the time i don't even know where i'm supposed to be yeah it's extreme (laughs)
6: to
8: have her there beside me, know you know things are moving Mm -hmm. faster it's almost like it's she's your ride or die you know what i mean she's there she's thing lined up she can handle phone calls because if you, if you don't have that person to take a little bit of that off of you, then you don't fish anymore. You know, I had someone talk to me the other day. He said, man, I, I tried to call you, but I couldn't get in. And I said, dude, if I sat in Ashford every call and every text every day, I'd never go to the lake. I'd never go fishing. I'd never go practice. And that's where Leanne has a great relationship with my sponsor. She can take care of business. She does everything for me pretty much to negotiate money. Yeah. So if somebody needs to get in touch, something set up. Leanne handles it, and I trust her. Like you know, you don't even question it because, in some way, you have to divide that out. And say, okay, where do, where does the business stop, and where do I get in the boat and become the angler? And you, if you carry that, if I carry it on the water. I, I may be the only person. If I carry all that on the water, it, it weighs on me.
6: Yeah. So I
8: need to know the once. Uh, I'm I'm good, you know, and I I think people underestimate it really what my wife and your wife and even like Stephanie and, West and some of the wives do for the husband because the game's moving fast and there are a lot of obligations there are a lot of sponsor obligations and, and just you know how overwhelming can it be to know every obligation you have to meet for social media every month that's yeah. what people I think have if you took your contracts and mine and laid them out and said here's all the obligations per month you have to meet social media it almost takes one person just to manage that to know what you have and have not done
0: yeah I, I agree. It's a it's a ton of work. I know I couldn't do it without Beck, and I know without Lulu, you'd be in trouble too.
8: Uh, oh, I'd be lost. Yeah. Let me. Uh, Not like my partner lost, but I would be lost. <laughs> he didn't hear. I, it. He's paying I attention to something else. Lost. Uh, That's off.
0: Let me remind everybody watching and listening right now. Uh, we want to hear from you. If you've got a question for G, please hit us up on the IM. Uh, also, if you're following us over on social media, uh, hit us up at Ike Live Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I, I want to. I'd like to. I, I know we got some other guys too that want to chime in and uh, ask questions. Uh, Rich, what do you got? You got some coming through the IMs right now. What do you have happening?
4: I do. Jay Barger, 1967, wants to know your best Tommy Biffle story. Oh. oh. Best Tommy Biffle story. Oh yeah. How many do you want? I mean, there's so <laughs> many. Your last month
8: Here's what I always love about Tommy Biffle. You could be fishing at Gunners on the Tennessee River, and he would run in and go, Hey, gee, I'm fishing red buoys from Nickajack well to Decatur. You you stay off the red buoys. I'm like, well, that's like 99 miles. Yeah, I got that. I'm trying to win a derby. You're making it tough on me. I'm like, okay, Tommy. <laughs> got all the buoys. Biffle's Biffle's the only guy I know that has to wear a hairnet to Hooters. That's how short his shorts are. I'm telling
6: you. Oh, my God.
8: I I like him, but he wears some short shorts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Made it hot on me. All
4: right. (laughs) and, um, and, And now a little bit more serious note question from Patrick the Fireman wants to know, are you going to have a signature series with uh, with lose Rods, and Reels?
8: You know, I'm I'm talking with lose. I'm only uh, under contract uh, with Reels, and I'm talking with lose and they have reached out to me uh, in depth about next year, but I also have a couple more companies that are on the table. Uh, you know, the, the hard part about Rod and Reel deals, and, and it, it's so tricky, man. There's... You know, you get into trying to build signature series rods and reels, you can really get bogged down. It's it's really hard to do, you know, to make any money at it. Rod and reel companies are flooded with people wanting to fish their stuff. So that's a slippery slope on the rod and reel company. But uh, on a positive note, I fished the lose reels this year, and I've been thoroughly impressed with them. And that's just straight up fact. I mean, I fished them, and I'm like, you know what? They got it going on. Their reels are second to none. Right on.
1: Right
2: on. Right on. I got. Old, I right. got to agree, G. I I switched over to lose this this past season. I think maybe a year ago, and uh, I came out of Shimano's over to lose, and man, I did not drop a step. If anything, you know, I like them. I like them a lot. You know.
8: Yeah. I I really do like them, and and I tell you a funny one on leaving your lose stuff laid on your front deck. Uh, there's a deal going on at Gunnersville. They've had it for the last couple of years, where you pay sixty dollars. They tag three hundred bass in Lake Gunnersville. If you pay sixty dollars and you you win so much money if you catch a bass, if you pay seventy dollars you get a t shirt and you win a five hundred extra dollars. Well, if you catch the one bass in the lake, it has a Phoenix boat tag on it, so you win like a nineteen foot phoenix with a two hundred four stroke, so it's like a forty five, fifty thousand dollar catch. Wow. Well, I've stores yesterday and my nephew, Trace, when was watching my house and my dog so he walks by my boat as he's going to fish with a buddy of his, and there lays my loose reel up there on the front deck with with one of the new art rods, and it's got a swim bait tied on it, the Zoom Tricks. So he said, I'm eyeballing it thinking, well, Uncle G's been catching them, I reckon he's catching them on that. So he just took my rod and reel with him. Well, he got out there on the lake started fishing with it. Well, he got to catch them. Well, the little boy he's fishing, we have tied on the same exact bait. He caught the $50,000 bass yesterday. It weighed two pounds and one ounces. It was $50,000 on the zoom, five and a half inch swim bait. What? Yep. Caught him. He's a 20-year-old kid. and It's $50,000. Oh. I caught it right there. Two wow. pounds and one ounce. Wow. I am to call you. You left your rod lead on the deck, and I seen it. He said, I thought you wouldn't mind if I took it. And he said, the more I caught, and he said, my buddy Daniel put one on, and next thing you know, he's holding a fish in his hand worth 50 grand. Oh, Holy
0: wow. crap.
2: Good night.
0: I think they should cut you in on that, G. At I, least I, I 5%. I,
8: I went hard negotiating last night. like I was like, "Hey, uh, what's my cut on that, you know, cuz I kind of <laughs> influenced that?" And I, it didn't work out so good for me. I ain't even heard back from
4: them. They're Brian's ghosting you. But,
0: Brian's <laughs> ghosting you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh I I want to switch gears, G, and um talk to you about something that just happened uh i i watched along a little bit uh, of course uh the rest of the world was watching to find out where the Bassmaster classic would be uh and you got an opportunity to fish with a pretty pretty famous uh country musician uh riley green the other day talk a little bit about that experience I'm how look, was it how was the experience that
5: wasn't luke duncan
0: no it wasn't luke duncan look no. like luke
5: they all look like luke yeah he's a it-
8: Dude, dude, and I tell you what, I had fished with him a couple of years ago and kind of got to know him because my nephew played ball in Jacksonville State, and that's where Riley played ball. So I kind of got to know him through my nephew, kind of stayed in touch. We fished together one time. But it was good to go with him and hang out with him because he is a true outdoorsman. He's not a guy to just come say, oh, I'm into country music. My my label wants me to go fishing with you. It's not like that. He, he turkey hunts. He deer hunts. He bass fishes. Yeah. He's raised in the country – He's a really humble, laid-back dude, like the, the most polite dude. He writes all his music. He's really balling up in the last couple of years. My wife says he's Dizzy on
6: the
8: eye. Uh, <laughs> before I had to choke her. But, you know, to have that opportunity, to, and then Bass was like, you know, when you're out there, would you mind announcing the classic, you know, that it's going to Ray Roberts? So. That was a, it was a good, fun weekend for me. I actually got to fish a couple of days before that. I fished with our, my buddy, Zach Russian, that was on your show. He'd come up and fish with me. And then I got to fish with Riley, and I told Riley, I said, dude, it's kind of cool to see somebody in country music that just two or three months ago was singing at, at the Ryman, the Grand Ole Opry, and you're here in the boat today. And he likes it. Like, he, he likes it. I, like, when it was over, like when we were done filming and everybody left, he looks at me and he goes, hey, man. He said, you know I'm not on tour. We can go back out, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, we went. So we went back out and fished the dark and just, I mean, just caught the crap out of him. But this guy truly loves the outdoors, the whole bass fishing part of it, the turkey hunting. And I'm like, it's kind of cool to see that where it's not, you know, I give him a hard time. I was like, hey, man, if I ever see you in skinny jeans, I'm going to make fun of him. And he said, wouldn't it wouldn't be a shame because I'd look good in him. But he said, I'm never going to be in them. But he's the true country, just redneck dude that just kind of the big in country music.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a cool thing, uh, cool opportunity. Now, let me call you the plate, though. Remember, G, this is Ike Live, so you can't lie. You have to tell the truth. Uh, okay. The Ray Roberts, were, were you surprised? Were you disappointed? Were you excited?
8: I was surprised. I was surprised, man, about it because I, I had literally had no idea. And when I read it off, I started, yeah, like, I'm trying to read it and stay cool, and I'm looking at that going, I've never been there. I've never been there. You know, I, I didn't, they fished the top 100 before I started. They fished there, but I've never competed on Ray Roberts. I've heard a lot about it. Don't know anything about it that time of year. But, you know, I you get out in that that, that area of the world, I think it'll be, uh, Fort Worth would be a great place to have the Classic. Yeah. You know, I don't know nothing about it, you know. And, and, and so I think there's some big ones in there. I think it would be i think it'd be better in Conroe, you know it's different and have a yeah. different twist to it. I was a little when I flipped that piece of paper open, I'm like, mm, Ray Roberts, all right, never been there, here we go, here we go <laughs> I, I mean did did you ever fish it on tour
0: i've i've no, I've never fished it and and i honestly i was i was surprised I was surprised when I saw Ray Roberts because it's you, you know, there seems like there's other places in that Dallas area that make more sense and that are more popular. But I also, you know, I think what you said, there's an element to it that, you know, is sort of an unknown, which I think is uh, appealing to a classic, you know? It, it, I yeah, it gets boring going to the same place year after year. Hollow, You I know?
8: And, and I'm, I, I mean, I'm gonna kind of throw it back on and put you on the spot. How do you feel? Because y'all fixed to kick back off your season, and I, I'd almost bet that you've never fished Toho in the time of year you're fixed to go there. Have
0: you? I've never fished Toho in June. This is this is a new time for me. I've actually fished it, I think once in July, right after I cast, but hardly ever in the summer. It's almost always pre-spawn or spawn. You know, right right there in January, February. Uh, so, so it's it is new time to go to Toho. Me and Florida some, don't get along very good. I kind of suck in Florida, but you know, but it, it is what I, I, it is. You
8: know what I mean? Florida love hate relationship. I either smoke them there, or I get smoked. But I, you know, I've looked back over some of the tournaments there, and I thought I bet those guys are fixing to crush them. You look at some of the weights that come out of Toho in June. Yeah, and I'm going to come out and go right to. I mean, bass starts back at you fall. So I think we're going to have some great ways, but I think you're going to be coming out of retirement. I mean, and that's, does it concern you like at home? Cause I know you got to fish. some, And you've been in your kayak and i have seen you've been up to the upper bay and y'all want a derby. So I know you're getting a fish, but do you feel like you've got to fish enough tournament style that you're ready to go right back on tour and pick up where you left off?
0: You know, that's a, that's a great question, Jay. And I, I would say no, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I, you know, the biggest thing about tournaments, and the reason I fished that one with Riz, um, is to try to get back into that groove. But, you know, the more you do it, the more you're comf- comfortable making those decisions. And, you know, it's the little stuff. It's not even the big stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, um, you know, when to make a left instead of a right. It's, you know, when to change baits. It's retying, It's It's time management. It's all those things that... You get rusty with it's not necessarily setting the hook it's not casting no, you know but it's
8: i told Leanne and i said we started like four or five weeks ago when we started finding out when we might go back and i told her i said hey and i've been running and training for like since we got to quarantine i've been lifting and running doing all, but i said you can't train for fishing you can't train to be in the boat and make it feel better i said you have to so i started weeks out going six hours a day, then seven hours a day, then eight hours a day, and leading up to now I'm fishing 12 or 13 hours a day to try to get that muscle memory and just the stuff that you do automatically, the stupid stuff. Like turning your boat up when you load up instead of getting in a hurry and leaving, you know, like you said, and putting, knowing all your tackle is. And I was thinking about that. Like you guys, you, you've been pretty limited on where you could go. And now all of a sudden you hurry up and drive all the way to Florida and they want you to be Ike and Ike live right off the get-go and, I told her when I was riding my bike, I said, the mental part of me starts to question, are you ready? And I said, I do feel like now that I've spent more time on the water, I'm ready, but I said, I'm sure there's anger sitting in their house going, am I truly ready to get back out on the game field and go?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see who who jumps right back into it swinging and who needs a little time to, to catch back up. Uh, I... I while we're on this topic, G, I, I really want to, you know, I want to talk to you about this, and I, I know we've talked a lot about it, and this is definitely not new news, but I, but this is the first time that, um, that I've talked to you about it on on the show. Um, is your move back to bass? And, and and you know you you've been on you've been over it before and you've been on other shows you've talked <laughs> about it, uh, <laughs> but I see and I and I see your ear trying to hear what I'm saying. Um, t- tell me, I I want to hear it from you. Going back to bass, was it a good move for you and your career? Now now that you're a year in a new year in you're a few tournaments in. Was it a good move for you and your career to go back to bass?
8: 100%. For, for myself, it was, Ike. Uh, yeah. You know, I think everybody handles things. But I learned something about myself after fishing the very first tournament back at Palatka. And it, it's a little bit of embarrassing to even own up to this because I didn't even know what I missed. So I went and I fished uh, Palatka. And, yes, we had some windblown days and cancellation. And I was driving over the bridge, headed to the tournament the first day, and it just dawned on me where the peace in my heart was and what I'd been missing. And and I I truly missed structure. And that's what Bass offered me that I I never knew I missed so much. It was very very structured. The decisions are all the same. Yeah. The tournament days days seem to be distracted. You're not on serving boards. You're not doing any of that. Tournament days are for you to compete. I knew if Trip made this decision on Tuesday and the weather was the same on Wednesday, Trip's gonna make that exact same decision. So the structure in which I fished is where I found my peace at heart at. I didn't get a check in that tournament, but I drove away from there going, I have realized what I've been missing yeah. and what where I am so incomplete at it was just simply the structure. And I just felt back at home. I feel at peace with my decision. Uh you know, I'm not so sure it's a great decision for everybody. But I chose that route. You know, I, I I don't have any regrets whatsoever, man. I, yeah. I really don't. And it's, I just never knew what I missed that structure of that environment of how everything's the same. The weigh-ins are the same, that everything, nothing ever changes. So once you get there, your biggest focus, and you know this as good as anyone, is just putting your boat in and figuring out how to catch bass and how to try to win. Yeah.
6: There's no
8: curveballs, no swapping legs, no day off, day down. You're just there to win and fish, and I really enjoyed that part of it.
0: Yeah, I I can definitely, definitely understand and relate to that. Um, I I think, uh, you know, with Major League Fishing, where I'm at right now, I think there's a lot that is uncertain day to day, you know. Uh, From one tournament to the next, things change, there's not a lot of um, certainty, and I, I, I can agree with that. And, gee, I can tell you, and I'm, I'm speaking from the heart. Um, when I, I fished in open last year, and there were a lot of other things I missed as well. You know, I, I, missed, I missed putting fish in my live well. And however you feel yeah. about it, whether you feel it's mm-hmm. not right putting them in their live well, I missed it. I missed the weigh-ins. I missed the crowd. I missed the people. I missed there were so many things I missed um, so i i'm there with you and and the thing that i uh, this goes for you and brandon both um, you did what was in your heart you you went with your heart and that that's all you could ask of anybody is to to do what they believe is right and what 's in their heart and you did that and i'm I'm happy for you guys uh, happy for both of you guys for going back and making that move. Let me ask you this what what do you, what don't you miss about MLF? You look back now, now you're a year out, and you say, God, I hated that over there. That sucked over at MLF. Give me a couple of those.
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs> Boy, you like stirring that soup, don't you? <laughs> I could throw know, a
0: couple, but I, I need you to say them.
8: Ike's <laughs> got a boat paddle. He's just stirring that soup, man. He's just stirring, <laughs> He's stirring it. There's, you know, the lack of structure, I did not like. The uncertainty, the uh, fish a day, off a day, fish a day, off a day, uh, when a tournament might start or when a rain delay was might start or are oh, going to cancel this day because of clouds. I didn't like that, dude, because you never knew what kind of fight you were in. And yeah. it just seemed like after that year, a lot of that didn't fall in my way. I, as I'm not that type of fisherman to just to come out blazing, I'm a guy that kind of picks around and does his own deal. There was a lot of
5: come on, G. I
6: oh
8: God! Is going like to look like my ass at all costs. This guy's hard to handle and so now that I'm a bass, I'm learning some of the new I, just, I this is where I'm at
6: now,
8: dude. I'm just like very content. And it was for the first time. I was the same exact picture and peace just walked across the stage and it was the first it was
4: I think Boyd Duckett got a hold of
0: our meeting. Yep. <laughs> 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 wow. Did you see that? Even, uh, I don't know how that happens, but it could it could be. It could be yeah. some finagle in there okay. electronically.
2: Sabotage.
0: Somehow. Well, we're going to try to get G back here in a second. Uh, we lost audio with G. <laughs> Uh, Brad, you wanna, you wanna? Yeah, we got ims. Rich, Rich has got some ims. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, you wanna? Can we? Is... G- he's here.
4: Oh, he's here. All right, but yeah, if it's we can't,
0: his,
5: it's his service.
0: It's his okay. service. Okay. All right, Rich, what do we got coming through for the ims for G?
4: New York, Chris wants to know how you feel about having fall tournaments, Gerald, this year. I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's one of
8: the coolest things we're going to see in a while. You know, when I qualify for the elite series we practiced we fished and competed in the fall and it was one of my favorite times of year to fish in the fall Uh, even though i'm an average bow hunter when chase anderson talked to me this year a little bit he goes hey we're gonna have to move some of these tournaments to the fall said, you know what it may be great it may be a different perspective from the fans it's going (laughs) to really test about it yeah i'm going to miss out on some hunting time i enjoy fall fishing i remember the good old days ike when we went up to champlain and you busted them on spinnerbait on the railroad trestle. and back in the day where you know, we fished when the wind was blowing, and it was cold, and it was good. I think it's a, a great. It's going to improve some versatility, and it's going to give the fans a whole different look of what fishing can be like in September, and October, and other parts of the country.
0: I, I like it, too. I like it, yeah. too. I like them fall events.
6: I, as a fan, I love it. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like
0: the season spread out, man. Yeah. I like spring, post-spawn, summer, you know, early fall. I like it all, man. I like the gamut.
8: That was one of the things that, that, that I realized about two or three tournaments in MLF, that if you're not careful, you're going to be in a pre early pre-spawn spawn the entire season the way the tournaments were crammed on the front end like that. Yeah. That you're not going to see edge fishing. You're not going to see a lot of open water, top water fishing. So with this deal with bass, like being able to schedule in the fall, I talked to Chase. I said, Chase, we may realize this is a great move for the fans, and we might want to do it more often. Yes. You know, ball is, is truly underrated, truly underrated on how good it can be.
2: Yeah. I think you're going to see some techniques that we haven't seen. Yes. Or guys <laughs> use.
8: I, I think Pete summed it up. I think you're going to finally see somebody burn a spinnerbait. You know, I right. think you're going to – might throwing a flute wide open. I think you're going to see totally different patterns in the fall. People are like, man, I didn't even know they threw a jerkbait in the fall. Yeah, we just hadn't fished in the fall in a long time.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Uh, what else we got coming through IMs, Rich?
4: Buck Stronghold Gentleman Bronco wants to know <laughs> if you could bench press the facts of fishing guy. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Could I be the facts of fishing guy? Yeah, that would that would be Mercer, wouldn't it?
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would.
8: <laughs> I'm gonna say don't be crazy now. Don't get crazy now. <laughs> yeah. I'm gym, you know, but don't get crazy now. And I, <laughs> hey, speaking of that, somebody else on this call has been hitting the gym. I've seen some of the photos. Like you, you, you went back to full training mode.
0: I I did. I did. I actually I've been hitting the gym. As hard or harder than I ever have since in my I was in my twenties. So the the good news is, gee, I feel really good physically, mentally. I feel good. Uh, I feel like I'm stronger. The bad news is, I pulled something in my left shoulder working out <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. a couple weeks ago. So it was probably technique related. You know, I probably did something I shouldn't have did. But um, I feel good. I feel good and and G? Yes. I got to I got to say you
5: too. We saw the uh, Dude, he's like yeah. a jacked. Jacked.
6: Yeah. Totally jacked.
5: Yeah, matter of fact, uh, a lot of questions on the IM want to know what is actually in that G juice, Gerald? Ah! ah. Yes, quiet. That's as I expected. What, what what's actually in that G juice? Oh for the love of God. And you in- oh i yeah so. years
8: from the me it's funny how at different ages of your life you train different you really can and you don't see the injuries uh it's funny my routine is so much more simple now it's much more mountain bike and i do two to four miles a morning on a mountain bike i do a couple hundred setups wow push-ups, you know, I just do a lot of all-over small workouts. I do more leg press, air squats, and stuff like that. But, you know, I've noticed that I don't lift hardly any weights anymore, like lift, lift. And Leanna, been in the gym, she goes, you going to do this? I'm like, no. And I'm like, I just, I'm i more we'll worried about getting hurt because as you get stronger, you're tempted to more, to put more weight on the bar and do things, and I just kind of stay away from it. Uh, you know, you start trying to figure out how do you train for bass fishing, you know, and it's more leg press, leg extensions, but I just, my wife says I'm a boring workout person. She said, you're the only person I know that just come in and just start doing pushups so you fall over. And I'm like, well, when you ain't got much time, pushups work pretty good. So I got to just kind of keep hitting it, but it's the G juice, man. It's it, that, you know, there was the song and I, you remember it. She only wants me for my pimp juice. Ellie, what?
0: Yeah. Pimp juice. Absolutely.
8: Yeah.
7: Hey, hey, G. G, you. hey G I saw a picture you I saw a picture of you with your shirt off With like some eggs in a skillet Like you look like Leaping Lanny Potho in his prime Dude like that's more
8: than push ups What are you doing man <laughs> dude, what? I missed that Pete now run by me again. Yeah, So what Pete said was You look
7: like He saw a picture of you you're Frying some eggs with your shirt off And you look like Leaping Lanny Potho in his prime Oh I, I am frying eggs <laughs> this is awesome
0: <laughs> leaping La- who I was it
7: leaping. Driving, man. leaping Lanny Poffo was Randy Savage's cousin he
5: was once I love guy.
6: huh yeah
5: well thank you Gerald <laughs> yeah no we got a game yeah he's
8: dropping a man cooks eggs with his shirt off one time, and he just starts being shoved into the wrestling category.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I like bacon
8: grease so much. My-
7: Gee, next time you do a selfie with some A's. you got to go like a uh, full like Mexican wrestling with the mask on. You got to go uh, Nacho Libre. You
8: know, I might do it. I just didn't want to say it. Lulu loves bacon grease and eggs. So if you get that grease popped all over your chest. God, the romance never stops. <laughs> Why, strangely, she's on this weird diet where she can't eat nothing, so I just learned it. You know, if you coat yourself down with bacon grease, she wants you.
7: <laughs> <laughs> are you shaving your chest? Are you wearing it? Like, how are you getting that thing so, so spick and span, dude?
5: <laughs>
7: What's that? Your chest. How's it so spick and span and shiny? You shaving it? Narrowing it?
8: My, my head or my butt? Uh, your chest. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I, dude! I can't have all that hair on. There. I don't look like Marty Stone. I can't. <laughs> all I need, I, I see all that hairy chest. I was like, I want to get me a necklace of one of them gold hooks on there and just it hang down like three buttons deep, like I'm in the saltwater fish. Can't do that. That, <laughs> yeah, not do that, Pete. What opens are you fishing this year, Pete?
6: Pete,
2: I might be in the Oneida Open this year. Uh, I might, I might cherry pick that one. But gee, the, the opens are so popular that I could not get in them this year. I got on the waiting, I got on the wait list, and never got called off the wait list.
8: it is they're extremely popular this year. And I've noticed that there's even more and more guys that have tried to get in the central since we've been into COVID lockdown. There's more guys trying to get in the central to try to re-qualify for the elite. So I'm seeing that because they haven't started them yet. And like the first open at Toho, I got down there and I'm looking around. I'm like, good. I don't, you know, I think it's several reasons. I think, Bass is doing more and more there, and did you see, Pete, where they're going to have Bass Live on the opens now yeah. on the last day? Yeah. <clears throat> did like not. It.
0: That's awesome. That I didn't is know. awesome. I saw
3: that.
8: Yeah. They just announced that, and I thought, man, you know, and in a way, that's great because, you know, if you're a young guy, and just say a rookie, and you're trying to get started in the sport, man, and you have one or two good opens, and you can get on Bass Live, there's not any better way to get recognized. And start getting, you know. So I told Chase, I said, I think it's going to be great. It's going to make them more appealing. Uh-huh. Ike, are you going to try to pick up on any of them this year? Are you going to try to cherry pick one?
0: Yes, I'm cherry picking Lake Oneida. I'm I'm in. I'm confirmed for that that tournament.
8: I was kind of hoping you wouldn't say that one because I'm going to be in that one and I don't need a I can only spanking right off the get go and that place. <laughs> <price is> all- <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Indian name or something like Mike, Oneida, I can help. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which one is that your only open that you're fishing this year, Gerald? Are well, you why do you have the other
8: fish? Open? I, I seriously do. Why, why? I'm doing all eight opens. I've uh, already fished once. So I'm going to do the other seven and the elites this year. I'm doing all uh, all of them. Wow. so I'm going to be in all of them, but. I, why do you think it is that you fish on Ida so well? Dead serious, dude. Cuz every time I go there, you pretty much have a good time. What what what's the what's the niche, bro? Uh, Give it up.
0: I I honestly it's one of those lakes that I I feel like and gee, I know you have a few too. A lake where you go and you have a connection with the lake and it's hard to describe why that is. I don't I don't know because um I I I fish largemouth and smallmouth there, but it just seems like um I I'm I have a pulse to what goes on there. And I don't have all good tournaments, but I've, ha- I've had some good ones over the years. And um, I just think it... Here's the biggest thing: <laughs> G. The lake that I grew up fishing, that uh, I actually took Brian the Carpenter there one time. One time. Lake in the Poconos. It's a natural lake. It's called Fairview Lake. It's a glacial lake with weeds and rocks. It is a spitting image of Oneida on a smaller scale. I think. I think... That reason, because it reminds me so much of the place that I grew up fishing, I think it gives me a little extra confidence, and I I think that's, if there's anything, it's that, you know?
2: And I don't have that. (laughs) (laughs)
7: Lake
2: Lake Oneida is my absolute nemesis, and has crushed me
8: I literally can read it like when Ike gets there, you can see it like when he gets out of his truck, he honestly dude, you got like a little bit more pep in your step. I I think it just sometimes some lakes breed confidence to different angles. Yeah. You can tell it when you're there. like you fish in more control. It's like you you're just one step ahead of it. I mean I am like I mean I go to lakes where I feel that way, but it's just it's like that's weird. Like I know when I go there, I'm like, Yeah, he's gonna have, pretty much have a good tournament. I mean you not saying that everyone's gonna be good but you can tell your confidence at Oneida is is right up there at the top of your game. You're like, yeah, I got this. And, and you don't, don't seem to question what's going on. But the first few times I went to Oneida, dude, I was lost. Dude. Like, Stevie Wonder taking batting practice. Like, I didn't know <laughs> 50, 50 inches of water on a retaining wall. Like, I, I just – I've never seen anything like that. So, it took me three or four years of going there to even realize what I was doing wrong. Yeah. And, even, and that's a funky little lake man and it's got all these little quartz in it and i'm like god how does Ike read this thing so quick every time but if you was raised fishing that way it's just second nature
0: yeah confidence confidence is the most well, important thing
2: I, I seen you know what you're talking about g and this is what i love about you and and how you fish so much is is uh you're you're so cerebral man you you're you're a thinker your, uh, Brandon on Facebook, uh, said your PMA, uh, seminar saved his life.
8: And wow. I know a lot
2: of other people have been really impacted by that. Yep. And we just dropped your, uh, your, uh, junk fishing seminar on Bash U TV. And, you know, you think when I went into that seminar, I, I, I thought I was going to, you know, be listening to you talk about the different baits that you like to throw in different situations. And, and, and honestly, it was a mental uh, strategy more than anything else. And that just, you're, you're so, you know, that's such a big part of your game is, is the mental approach. And a lot of anglers just don't realize how important what between the years is in, uh, in fishing. And, and you definitely showcased it in that seminar. How, how important is the mental approach to fit to your fishing?
8: I think it's everything. I think your mental, your, the mental part of fishing is so important because, as good as you can be, going up on the mental side of it is as bad as you can be coming down. You can think yourself into the worst time of your career, or you can think yourself into the best time of your career. Your career, and I've got now when I watch people for whatever reason, and I make that comment about Ike, I can tell when I get to a lake where he's confident, dude, I can tell by the way he walks, by the way he carries himself, he. He feels like he's got what he needs, and that's where you have to watch anglers at is when their confidence level is at that part. They're in control of their mental thoughts. No matter what happens, they're like, hey, I can maintain this. I can do something. fishing to me has been that people think I got 40 or 50 baits. No, it's not. I got seven or eight baits on the front deck. I really don't know what I need to do. I know I just don't need to melt down. So you just keep kind of keep plugging around mentally to say just stay in the game, stay in the game, stay in the game. Clear. Don't let have to get so far out of the game you can't catch up because at that level you only need two or three bites and it swings back your way. And I just think to me mentally I have to work on it and that's why I have fished so much during the off season just to gain that confidence. It was funny, Wesley Schrader got down here and he had just competed on uh, Pickwick in, that, in the Toyota series. And I asked him, I said, Well, you know, how'd, you know, how'd you do? And he's talking to me a little bit and he goes, I couldn't catch him deep. I said, You couldn't catch him deep. And he said no i didn't have any confidence i said any confidence he said dude i haven't fished deep really this year and he said and i'm looking at him and before he could even say the next word i finished his sentence i said it's really hard to go out and fish deep until your confidence is where you be. i don't care how good you are till you get your confidence built up deep
6: yeah. on that
8: particular where you at it's really hard just to go out cold and I think Wesley just summed it up is just brutal honesty. He said, dude, I couldn't get him to bite. And he said, after seven or eight stops on the first day of marking them and not catching them, he said, my confidence was at the bottom of the live well. So he said, what did I do? I went and fished the bank where he has his confidence. So you can kind of see what why practice is important. And it ain't just, oh, I need to go fishing. You need to go working on practice fishing and confidence on seeing fish on your sonar, going out and catching them which baits trigger the first deep fishing is the trickiest thing out there. And I just, as and I sat on the beach today I talked about it. He's like, man, and, and he, even he said, I told him, I said, hey, I'm headed home tomorrow. And he goes, you mind if I come by your house and, and spend a couple hours in the boat with you deep? He said, because I just don't feel like I have my stuff together there. I think it's just a mental thing. Yeah. I think you get, up, you work on your game. It's, no different fishing against you guys. If we were fishing against Pete or Ike at the Chesapeake Bay, you got a lot of confidence. You no matter what happens, you can battle through it. I think Deep Fish is that same deal. Junk fish is that same deal. If you enter a tournament weak in confidence, you're probably gonna be weak in the standards.
2: Well, I it's uh I I, I love the way you think about it and you cut through all the crap. And uh and that's awesome because there's a lot of it out there, There's a lot of doc doc talk out there and and Mike, it's interesting you say about Mike because I've never heard Mike have a bad practice. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> that,
2: that, let me ask you that question cuz that's interesting to me is like you you're you're always super high on confidence when you even when your practice is difficult. You you just like I come in with a tough day and I'm I'm brutal. I'm like, man, I had three bites all day and I talked to you and you're frustrated because you only caught three five pounders you know what I
8: mean? and
2: uh I, I think practice
8: is what you make it I think practice is overrated and so I've had people ask me say man how'd your practices go most of the time and I'm like about like my seventh grade report card they suck <laughs> I'm the kind that covers too much water and I'll run in a pocket and I'll get one bite doing something I'm like all right they're here doing this and I'll go to another place I'm not a guy that gets 50 or 60 bites for practice because I'm too busy moving and covering water. So when I come in and I stand around and people say, "Man, I had 71 bites, Hammer. How many bites did you <laughs> have? For I had eight, but I guess I suck. but I still feel good about it. <laughs> I fight the tougher practices you have. And this is the weirdest thing in the world, because people are going to think, this guy's a fruit loop. I think the more you go without catching her, the better off you are because you know where you don't need to be. And in basketball, I learned to where I I learned it's more important for me to know where Gerald Swindle don't need to be than it is where I need to be. Yeah. Sometimes when you think you figure them out and you go there and they don't bite, you just melt down. But if you start today and you can say, okay, dude, you fished this whole entire lake, you've had two bites in that creek, you've got to go spend the rest of your tournament in there. Those always seem to be the best tournaments because you know where you don't need to be. Right. Yeah. Look at a lot. Got a hundred thousand acres, so I got a hundred thousand opportunities. And you rule that down and say, "No, you got 10, 10 opportunities in this right here." To me, my mindset's different. I feel better about that. So a lot of my practices aren't great. I, I I'm not that guy. You know, I've had great practices, but most of the time, dude, I just kind of struggle through it. I cover water. I look a lot. I fish a lot of really weird stuff in practice that I wouldn't fish in a tournament. I'm the world's worst to. So, you know what, I'm going to try this, even though I think they're not here, I'm going to fish it. But what I'm trying to do is rule out everything, Pete, so there's no question. And like, if I run by this place, and I was like, that's what they are to be on, and I fish everything else around it, and I don't get a bite, and I go there and get a bite, my confidence is 10 times higher than have been if I would have just went right there and flipped and got that bite. As weird as that sounds, if you say, hey, they're on that sandbar because it's June upriver, river, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm fish that. I'm gonna fish this entire backwater bait, and then I'm gonna go fish sandbar. So if you fish that whole however you don't get a bite, you go to that sandbar and you get a bite, your confidence is through the roof. So sometimes I feel like it's more important to rule out what you don't need to do when you get to struggling as it is to what you should be doing.
6: Yeah.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh ruling out shit is biggest, biggest key. Um eliminating shit is more important sometimes than finding stuff. I'd agree with Never. that. Uh, Gee, I've got one last thing for you. We've kept you on a long time. We've got one last thing for you. And of course, you've been on the show a million times. And you know, we always leave you with a little game. And we've got a little game for you, Gee. Do you want to play?
8: Let's play the game.
0: All right. Now, let me ask you this, though. Do you, is Wesley there? Do you want to in, w- invite Wesley to we, play this game?
8: Wesley is dead asleep on the couch.
0: Okay. Is <laughs> that pile?
8: Yeah. All right. I mean, they are, they are toes up out.
0: Okay. All right. Can so- we see it?
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see him, G. We want to see, we see Wesley sleeping.
8: <laughs> I'm going to try to get Joe in here. Right. This, go yes. <laughs>
1: come on, come on, come on. Uh, yes. I'll- come on.
8: Shh. Look, there he goes.
1: Get in there.
0: Uh, look at him. Yeah. They're both out. <laughs> Stephanie, yeah. Wesley, look at him sleeping. Oh, he's tired. Oh, he's tired. He's been in the sun all day. Uh-oh. Oh! <laughs> That's awesome. I know what it feels like to be that tired. Um, all right. Here's the game, and you're so you're gonna. Uh, this is which one of you is the name of the game? And so I have eight questions for you, G. And okay. You have to tell me which one of you is the person that would would answer this question. <laughs> which one of you is the person that would do what's in the question? And the two people are you and Wesley. Okay? Yeah, All right. okay. We're going to start out easier. Wesley. Which one of you two is a better flat side crankbait fisherman? You or Wesley? Wesley. Okay. That is correct. Brian? You're going to sound <laughs> effect there. Okay. Uh, which One of you is a better junk fisherman. You or Wesley?
8: Uh, I think I can get him. I think I can get him.
0: Okay. Brian, is that correct?
5: That is correct.
0: That is correct. Okay. Next one, G. Which one of you two can skip a jig better? You or Wesley?
8: Left-handed or right-handed or
0: both hands?
8: Both hands. I got him
0: okay <laughs> Brian, Brian.
8: Love the god. God. that is correct
0: that is correct oh my god you're three for three this is unbelievable can't believe this oh my god all right the questions are gonna get a little harder <laughs> <laughs> which
7: be,
0: which tell. one of your wives are a better cook
7: oh,
8: fuck, so
0: <laughs> which <laughs> uh. Which one of your wives is I, a better cook, Lulu or Stephanie?
8: My wife. Have you seen the <laughs> shit Stephanie cooks for Wesley? Like green poo pa in a shake.
0: Ah, ah. the Answer for that one was Lulu. Is that correct? Uh, probably. Correct. Four and four. That's correct. Oh my god. All right. They're getting harder. Okay. <sighs> Which one of you is more likely? To be misunderstood at a Chick-fil-A drive-through in New Jersey.
4: Wesley, easy, eat' it
8: because nobody at Chick-fil-A knows what Yuns want. want some more chicken, man. Nobody.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: There's not. If you look at the number three, it doesn't say Yuns Chick-fil-A. It says Chick-fil-A sandwich. So yeah, Wesley understood that. All
6: right, and and that
0: yeah. one, Brian, correct or incorrect? Yeah. Correct, Wesley's <laughs> Correct. Man, this is getting bad, G. You're gonna make this a perfect game.
7: All right. Hey, hey, Mike. Mike, hold on a minute. Listen. So Melanie just joined in, and she's not paying attention. And she didn't know that Wesley was a uh, was a dude. Right. He, she thought like Gerald was like uh, like a Mormon with like multiple wives. <laughs> <laughs> she's right here. Look at her. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> all right. Three left, G. We want you to get this all right. This is important. This is important. Okay. Who is more likely in a situation where if you had to poop on the water and you had nothing else to wipe your butt with, who's more likely to use their socks and their underwear to wipe their ass? It's,
8: it's Wesley because he shitting his pants the other day in a hotel parking
0: lot. Oh! <laughs> Brian, correct or incorrect?
8: Yeah. It's correct
6: again! Wesley! I, I, I.
8: I'm sponsored by Dude Wives, baby. One thing I ain't going to be caught with is out some ammunition. (laughs) (laughs)
6: All
0: right. Two left for the perfect 10, G. Here it goes. Which one of you is more likely to keep driving by if you saw Dave LeFever stuck on a sandbar?
8: (laughs) Man, I'm going to say Wesley, dude. I, as weird as Lefebvre is, I kind of get along with him, but Wesley might leave him there. I, I'm going to go Wesley, with probably leave him.
5: Brian? False.
6: False! Oh, no!
0: Damn it!
8: I almost had it. Almost. All right.
0: That's all right, dude. So there's one left. You still get a 9 out of 10 and still win this game.
8: I've never got a 9 out of 10 and nothing.
0: Okay, here it goes. <laughs> Who was more likely to have thrown up in their own mouth yesterday after Jacob Wheeler won again on Pickwick?
8: That was because I fell on the bed and laid there for one hour, and my wife came in and said he failed to get up because Jacob won again.
5: <laughs> Brian, is that correct? No, everyone.
6: Everyone!
0: You're wrong yet everyone threw up in their own mouth is the correct answer.
8: <laughs> I couldn't wait for one. Get here so I could question him. As soon as he walked in the condo, I just walked to him. He looked my. Hand, I said, "Really, really?"
6: He goes, well, <laughs> "Shut up." <laughs> and Gee, he said,
8: "He said, dude. He said the dude the motors broke. His motor broke down, and he caught two five pounders limping back. He said, if my motor would have broke down, it would have caught on fire, and I'd have swam to shore. He said, I can't guard that. I'm like, okay, fair enough."
0: Oh, my God. Wow. That's incredible. Anybody
7: to tell Gerald to pull the camera further away so it don't look like we're giving a dental exam? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, that was the best part of it, Dave. What are you talking about? No, you're missing
8: it. Check in my ear hole because there's a lot of noise. out here. I got some kids there, and I think they're drinking moonshine. It sounds like they're trying to rebuild a transmission. <laughs> oh, <I don't> know.
6: <laughs> oh, man. All I want to
8: is- say. Thanks for having. Me. Got to hang out with the whole up New Jersey crew. You know, and now I got somebody, in. I can't wait to see Pete at the Open. If he gets in one, we we'll see if we can beat Pete's meet. Ike, you'll be up there. <laughs> I mean, the first time I see you, I guess you—you you guys go on, y'all go on tour Ike the same week we do, don't you?
0: Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We go, we go back soon, and we—unlike uh, you though, we only have two tournaments. Uh, with the regular season. So you guys have a whole schedule. So uh, for sure, G, I will see you up at Lake Oneida. Look forward to seeing you. And um, I want to wish you a lot of luck, man. I uh, want to see you back at the Classic. want to see you complete that. I know that's I know that's something you want to. You've got two AOIs, which is, that's a feat in itself. There's not a lot of people walking the face of the earth that have two of them. Uh, and I know a Classic win would be, would be, would really solidify your career. So I'm looking forward to seeing you back at the Classic. I want to see you win that thing.
8: You know me well, man. I want to wish you guys the best. Go down there to Florida and smash them. Uh, big park y'all stay cool. I'm on. uh call it a night. i actually getting up to head back to Gunners for tomorrow. And guess what? After lunch, I'll be back out there chucking that big plug one more time.
0: There you, <laughs> there you go. Good luck, G. There you have it, everybody. Gerald Swindle. End is here.
5: End is here. He's doing us on live. It's pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, that was pretty good. I, I I don't know that I've seen a passage
5: like that, an air passage. <laughs> that, that canal.
0: That canal, Dave. What about that canal, Dave? That ear canal.
7: No, I mean it, it's not it's not the best I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Wasn't bad. I mean, you
0: know. I liked it. I like I like the actual I, I like the parts where he was so close it sort of borderline looked like a pussy.
7: I just want to know how his teeth are on TRT. Oh, I mean, the, the teeth look great. Those <laughs> <His> teeth have <laughs> triceps and biceps on them, man. Yep. Oh. Uh, Rich, did
0: we I have anything else come through the IMs that we didn't get to? Jay, it was. I know the audio is a little tough there.
5: Oof.
2: I got a feeling that uh, the IMs are, is going to be like Gerald's ear canal.
6: Like <laughs> <guy>.
5: <laughs> that was the star of the show.
6: <laughs> Hi,
4: Rich. Rich yes, Rich. I'm That's sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I got people on the message board claiming that I cheated today in this tournament, and it's uh, pulling my, my head in a little different direction. Ah! I can't figure out how having... How only fishing five and a half hours in a tournament is a, is an advantage, and going through hoops to put uh, to, to 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 fix my hydraulic line and covering my whole body in hydraulic fluid can be cheating in any way. But here we are, here we stand.
5: Wow, <laughs> hey, Rich, are you getting trolled, or these is it honestly somebody you
4: know? I don't know. They uh they 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 won't. They're they're hiding behind a message board name.
5: Ah. Uh. Show yourself. Show yourself,
0: you troll. You coward. Hey, hey show yourself. I could see, see what happened, though, because you went to get your hydraulic line fixed. You yeah. quick, you came up the Palatine Lake real quick. You launched here. yeah. Got <laughs> five that weighed 17 and five casts, and you went back
4: there
6: yeah, and
0: launched exactly. again. I get it.
4: I can yeah, see that. Yeah, exactly, exactly what happened. But here's the deal. I, those called people the turn- I called the tournament director. I told him everything that was going on. I have all the phone calls from the entire day documented. And when I launched the boat again, I took a video of myself with my live wells empty. So, what's up?
7: There you have it. Woo! Plus, you have a video of you using vice grips and duct tape to try to fix hydraulics,
6: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got <So> that.
2: <laughs> well, well, Riz, if you keep winning like you're winning these days, uh, you, you can get used to you know people trying to Trying to take shots at you. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
5: You're, you're becoming, you're becoming, it, you're becoming you're next,
0: next Mike Senator. I was exactly. You're gonna be more hated. Than, <laughs> no, never mind.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Pete, who was the guy back in the New Jersey Federation days that that won a lot and everybody would accuse him of cheating? Well, he did Jacob? cheat. Oh, he did cheat? Well, that's a, that's a good reason then. <laughs>
2: what was, was his name,
0: though? Do you want to say his name? Just say his first yeah. name. Yeah, well, I don't know if he cheated or say not. Say his first name. That's all you need to say. Kirk. Kirk, Kirk. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The Ooh. dude was, um, there was all kinds of controversy, F- fish traps and all kinds of weird stuff. That, wow. Oh, yeah, that was a great James
7: Kirk would never do anything like that,
6: dude. <laughs> <laughs> James Kirk.
2: James yeah, Kirk. that guy was a straight shooter, but this
7: this oh,
6: other
2: man. guy, I'm not so sure. <laughs> dude, James Kirk would go dukes up against a, a
7: green alien. Like, he didn't even try to use the phaser. He would fist fight an alien, dude. That, that's a man. <laughs> and he All would right? talk to him first. He'd be well, like, he would. Then, he'd then, be like, then he would go elbows in, dukes up, man. You are
0: an alien. Let's fight...
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Rich, Rich, you got anything not related to you on the message
6: board?
5: <laughs> 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 Ain't on the handsome Riz,
4: man. <laughs> I got to, I got to admit, I'm, I, I I'm feeling Wester. the love from, from like 99 percent of the message board because there was a lot of people like you on our message board, Brian, that went into full bore attack mode.
2: That's what's up. on whoever yeah. was
4: calling me out. So Thanks, guys. Yeah. love you.
2: Attack them pricks! Uh, Ed Cowan's chiming in with uh, snagging bedfish was one of the big accusations against Mister Kirk. Against Kirk, okay, At, yeah. Back in the uh, day,
0: yeah, and you know. and you know there is. Uh, speaking of snagging bedfish, there's a, a MLF guy right now that has a little controversy surrounding him. Yeah, what's up with that? That
5: was that know. was that was a month ago.
0: Yeah, that was a month ago or two. Yeah, nothing's happened. Huh. Nothing's happened about that. So. Shame there
5: wasn't video evidence.
0: I don't know. Oh, there was. There was. No, I, honestly, I did not follow it. Yeah, I don't know. It, so yeah, I, don't thought, know. Uh, I don't know either. Uh, that was a good interview. I like G. G. Every time we have G on, <laughs> was it? it's it's good. No, I mean, the audio sucked.
5: Yeah. The reception. Yep. His ear was amazing.
0: <laughs> now, do you think Brian DeCarpenter, do you think if we would have did Skype, it would have been better?
5: Absolutely not. You don't think? Why not? Can we hear Pete? I hear can hear Dave? Pete. Can we hear Pete? It was his uh, his uh, his service. You think? I know it was. Huh? Come on, move on to something important. I hate Zoom. I think Skype's better. Oh shh!
2: I want to go back to Skype. <laughs> all right, all right. Mike Pete is going to be a next customer on the IM board. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, let's do our MTB unboxing. And on, r- we- Mike, before you do that, Mike, oh, yeah. hold on. Gerald
7: said that <laughs> it's something new. He said he wants to beat Pete's meat. Did somebody heard, oh, yeah. heard that?
0: Oh yeah, I heard that before. I've been saying that for years, Dave.
2: <laughs> yeah,
7: Well, I'm sorry. i haven't been there. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's yeah. all good. It's all
2: good. It's, it's a major hashtag, Dave. Everybody wants to do that. <laughs> uh, I I'll shut up and
7: just go back to my fire. Then go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> just, just let you know. It's
6: all Adabaya. <laughs> it. <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah, so, uh, Mike. So when do you leave? Wednesday. I said Wednesday. And when? Uh, okay. And when you coming back? I said Monday. No, seriously. <coughs> Monday. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. That quick a turnaround?
5: The following Monday. Okay.
0: Driving back,
5: or are you leaving your race? Driving. Okay. Yeah. And then what do you got after that?
0: And then a couple. Let's see. Uh, about the, the, the two or three weeks break, yeah. and then Champlain.
5: Man, Champlain, huh? Champlain,
0: the second week of July.
5: Second week of July.
0: Yep. Wow. Real real good tournament. It's going to be a good one. Launching, uh, Pete, I think you'd find this interesting. Launching out of Burlington and not Plattsburgh. Whoa. How about that? Is it? it that's an MLF tournament? MLF, the last tour of the year. Yep.
2: Yeah. No kidding. You remember long... what happened
0: last time we launched out of Plat- uh, Burlington?
2: I, I remember. I think everybody remembers that. I think
0: that's a sign, don't you?
2: Yeah. good Yes. <laughs> You, want you should try or? to stay yeah. in the same house. I, I should try to find the same house. You're right. See if, see if Milch can bring up some big giant sausage. Pork roll. 4.30 <laughs> a.m. Sizzling pork roll.
0: Yeah,
5: The rest of the country don't know about pork roll. No, man. you can't
0: sleep because it's sizzling. <laughs> man. I'm fired up. All right, Damn. here we go. Uh, once again, Ike Live, the only live podcast that does a MTB unboxing. I don't know if that's totally accurate. But there was the sound. You heard the pop. We're going to open up this MTB box. Oh, and this one is loaded. I love when I open up one and it's filled to the brim. Brian De Carpenter, as this one is. Ooh. Uh, man, a lot of lot of really cool stuff. Let me see. I'm going to pick something. You know what? I'm going to go off, off the wall here and pick something here. Different here, Brian De Carpenter. I'll pass you this. Uh, and I got to go with this one because of the time of the year. And I want to tell you a little bit about why I picked it, too. We've got a walking topwater. It uh, looks a lot like a sammy. Brian, Brian Carpenter, you remember the sammys, yep. the Lucky Craft sammys. looks a lot like a sammy. It's a stick bait. It's got a little bit of an upturned tail. But the reason I picked this, I want you to see that. Look at this color pattern on this. Definitely a very unique color pattern. It's got gold, pink, with uh, vertical black bars gone down the side. So, great uh, yellow perch imitation. And what a better time of the year than right now to fish topwater, right? You've got post-spawn fish, early summertime pattern. Uh, really, really cool topwater. And it's called the cowboy
5: topwater by Castaic. By Castaic, up. huh? Yes. The cowboy. Yes, the cowboy. Brian De Carpenter, what do you got over there? Well, I'll, I'll just run through the rest of the box here, Michael. Okay. Um... We got Carl's is making their own line of soft plastics. So we've got some uh, beaver style soft plastics. It's a little juniors, blue, black. We have a Booyah's popper with a lip on it. I've seen it, never thrown it. Zell Roland. I don't know what the hell. Why, did Zell start doing that? I think. A popper with a lip on it? Does it have Zell's name on it? The prank. Zer Roland. Uh, we've got a little DNL tackle jig. Oh. This actually looks good. Ooh, and I, bet ooh, the, I bet that beaver would look ooh, sweet ooh, on the back ooh, of
6: it. Ooh.
5: Little little jig. Little finesse jig. Nice looking jig. And a Bagley's another topwater bait. Heavy on the topwater in this. Heavy. Seasonal.
4: Seasonal. Topwater baby. Season, baby. Let's go.
5: Let's go. Pete, what do you
2: got over there? Pete? Man, I'm I'm picking I'm picking the Z-Man spinnerbait out of my box. Ooh. Cuz it's got uh, it's got Luke Clausen on the picture on the package. Luke Yeah, <laughs> That's it. Cool Z's on the blade. It's a sharp-looking spinnerbait. Z-Man. And uh, I, got, I got tons of stuff like the Googans <laughs> Have a flatworm, hmm. uh drop shot bait, and a big old beaver style bait by X-Zone. Nice. I, I like some of these stuff. I've been seeing this. I've known. I've been seeing some of the uh, the the Japanese baits come come across. And Mike, you brought some of these back with you. These big giant bluegill Shh. profiles. Mm. Yeah, you know, yes. That was. I've been seeing a lot of them lately. And I know you. You, you Berkeley even had one with you. Um, yes, the, the beast wasn't that the beast. Yes. Back, a back, big giant back. bluegill profile. Yep. Uh, but I'm seeing more and more of those these days. It's the neck,
0: Pete. It's the, I'm telling you, it's the next big thing. And you could actually get them right now on Tackle Warehouse. Yes, you know, you they, they carry some of those Japanese brands uh, and you can, you can get them now. But that bigger bl- bluegill style profile saw plastic is the next big thing. Mark my words the next big thing.
2: You you were ahead of your time. I'm telling you.
0: I, I'm, I'm excited because I don't want to let too much out of the bag, but I have a, a brand-new Berkeley Bluegill-style bait in the works right now. We're about 90% done. Uh, it's going to be launched at Virtual ICAST this year.
5: <laughs> virtual ICAST. Huh? Yeah. I don't know how that's going to
0: work, but we're launching it
5: at Virtual ICAST this year. I'm, I'm boycotting Virtual ICAST. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Boy- no, you're not. <laughs>
6: yeah i don't know i'm
5: just pissed. no no, you're not brian we're doing virtual iCast. you just don't know i'm doing it it's gonna be awesome i encourage everyone to check it out it's gonna be great it's amazing it's gonna be great Uh, i got a couple uh shout outs our boy steve donis our 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 artist steve donis is launching his website i stay i where you can get shirts and 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 posters and all kinds of steve's awesome art so check out his website and uh, our buddy Frankie Provolone with uh, Slay Nation's got a little something going on. One of these online tournaments, Slaying for Heroes. It's a June online fundraising tournament for Sheepdog Fishing Network, a veteran-owned organization that helps with suicide prevention amongst veterans, EMT and first responders through outdoor recreation. Uh, part of the Slay Nation Give Back Tour. It's a nationwide event, a team format. You get paired. You 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 pair up with a with another guy who's got to be in a different state than you Um, and then it's uh, through Twenty X entry fee $37 per guy fishing from the bank a boat all the above five fish I think it's five fish per angler for the entire event so for example like rich if you were in this event the fish that you caught today the fish that you caught well shoot June starts tomorrow right so any fish like in the, in the, that you're catching in, the, uh, in, in the, uh, the Chesapeake, you can also enter those fish that you're weighing into those tournaments into this online tournament. You just have to have your catch board cool. in your boat with you. But right. pretty cool do, uh, deal and for an awesome cause. Hmm. So uh, like that. check that out. Like slaying, slaying for heroes. I'm going to try to get involved. I think I got somebody hit me up in my DMs about partner up. So I'm going to try to get all up in that deal. Roz, what do you sorry. got, man? Go awful quiet. I'm psyched to see you and Dave
2: in the Ike live boat build yeah. competing. That's yeah,
5: going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be awesome or terrible. Well,
6: either oh. way. It's awesome. Yeah.
5: It's good to see a win.
0: I wonder how many other dudes are going to do that strategy.
5: I don't know. I know. I know a uh, buddy of mine just hit me up about, about jumping in, in a tin boat. So hmm. it let can me, be won. Can I, it can be one. Let, let me weigh in on that. Yeah in the month of
2: may i think it's very challenging to win in, you know in the northeast creek but in the month of june you know you got postponed fish i you know you could be a player yeah could happen especially because the grass and and all those other places are going to draw the field out yeah you'll be fishing by yourselves <laughs> split them out oh we won't be by ourselves
5: yeah yeah oh, also also shout out to my son luke who uh Turned 19 today. So. Yes. Yes. Happy 19th. Yep. Yes. He, uh, he started a new job this week at the University of Penn. Uh, cool. Started last Monday on Memorial Day, he actually started. Nice. Doing like uh, science stuff, research. Very cool. NASA-funded project. My grandmother worked at University of Pennsylvania for like 40 years or something. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah very cool. Yeah, he's not going to work tomorrow. No. No. Th- I think the bridges are shut down to Philly.
0: Are uh oh, yeah <laughs> well, but we ain't getting get, into that. Nah, we ain't talking about that. Nah. Dave, nah. you want to get into it?
5: Nope. Negative.
0: <laughs> he just said no.
5: Yeah. We we had to talk about before the show. Uh, about, yeah. about, about let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Ryan
7: will be on his apology tour and <laughs> for the rest of the uh year, dude, I'm not even yeah, getting the in the comments.
5: <clears throat> apology tour. Apology <laughs> tour. Damage control for Dave's, uh, Dave's and
0: I will tell you this, too, for both uh, Dave and Brian, you guys fishing that, Um, and and Pete knows, too. He probably won't tell you any of it because he's, he's your competitor, but there's a lot of stuff there in that area that's not obvious, that's not, like, right on the bank and visible, you know, with your eyes. I mean, it's definitely worth putting a day or two in and looking around a little off the beaten path there, too. You for know? sure, man. Yeah.
5: Ain't no way we're just going to jump in blind. and Yeah, blind. yeah. That don't happen. Now there's some special stuff <laughs> there. Yeah.
6: That's the
7: bank.
5: Fun. We'll get disqualified somehow, and we'll go and drink.
6: Hey,
7: more importantly, for the kayak tournament, Mama Mel here is going to get involved in it and fish in, the, in, in the other Hobie that I, I got off. It. Yes. Mama Mel's going to fish the kayak
1: tournament, oh, man. Off, Has
0: man. Mama Mel been out in the Hobie yet? The other Hobie?
7: nah dude I've been I've been I've been working on this wall I'm building around the house okay. a place for <laughs> in, for impending doom the great
0: know? wall of Brodzik
7: yes the <laughs> <laughs> wall of doom dude yes we I'm got a choke s- point and we got people. choke point for people to come in and it's all about an ambush you know what I mean
0: now wait a minute Dave didn't you say you're having some kind of party backyard party once yeah. the once the COVID goes away, it'll never happen.
7: No, Brian. Yes, I am going to have an outside fight party, and uh, it'll be invitation only. Yeah, and <laughs> we're going to get after
5: it. I'm in. Going to take, nobody's going to. get it.
7: going
0: they invited. take temperatures at the door? Take it temperatures. <laughs> Rectal,
5: Rectal. Oh, Brian. What'd you say? Rectal temperature.
7: No, Brian. What did you say?
5: I said nobody's going to get invited. <laughs> <laughs> you Yeah, one party like eight years ago. No, it might have been longer than that. It was, Brock Le- it was like UFC 100. Brock Lesnar <laughs> just came in the UFC.
4: Yeah.
7: Listen, every everyone at least on these four screens will be invited. Yeah. All right, Mike, Pete, and then
4: Riz. Right? <laughs> Triple Z's.
5: <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, uh, and also we've got another Bass U live this Thursday with with Johnny Cruz going to be on. It's, on. Yeah, he's going to get on and, and do a, a lot of soft uh, stick bait rigging. So you know how a couple of years ago they did that forty eight ways to rig a forty eight. Yeah, which is basically forty eight ways you can rig a you know a stick yeah. bait a Senko or, yeah. you know whatever your stick bait of choice is. And um, so we're going to go down a lot of that. I like it live live uh, rigging. Of sorts. I I, like I it. think it'll be good, man.
0: Make sure you corner John about the chicken. Dude, the chicken has been... Chicken rig. Riz will tell you. Brodzik will tell you. Brozick. The chicken has been my rig, my go-to rig these last couple months, Pete.
5: Why'd
0: Unbelievable. You, why'd you say
5: Brodsick will tell you?
0: Well, because a couple I fished with Dave two or three times in the kayak, and I caught him a lot of the trips we went. I caught him on the chicken.
5: Do you think he paid attention? Probably not. No. No. No, he was just—he was more worried well, was about so
1: getting like,
7: down and
5: put the go home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were social
7: distancing, dude. We were like a hundred yards apart the whole entire
1: time. Keep <laughs> government
7: stuff happy, dude. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Chicken ring, chicken. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, yeah. It was a great show. Um. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, the only thing we didn't do—did you want to pick a winner for the Ike Live gift bag? Yeah,
4: Rizzler. We got a uh, Facebook. Yeah, uh, uh, all right,
0: Rizz. We got a winner for this Ike Live gift we bag.
4: We sure do. It's a it's a world renowned Ike Live 25 pound gift bag, and our winner for that is Brett Lona Deer. Brett Lona Deer. Brett
6: Lona Deer. I will be
4: contacting you via social media. To claim your, to give you your gift bag, so I'll need your contact information.
7: Yes, send your. Hey, Riz, hey Riz, I bet you Chris from New York hates you because when I used to work the IM, he won every single time.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he he oh he nah, Chris him, is my, boy.
4: He's, he's, he's my boy. He's shitting out of. You're in charge, bro. <laughs> no way, no way. We still send him stuff. He wins all the time. <laughs> now, watch now. Next show, he's gonna win like seven different things.
5: He just changed
7: his no, username. He,
4: yeah, because yeah, you're giving it out to other people, bro.
0: <laughs> Nick
7: and Brian were in charge.
0: He's mad. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching tonight. I uh, want to thank, of course, our in-studio uh, guest, Brian DeCarpenter, uh, producer of the show. I want to thank Dave Brodzik. I want to thank Riz for handling IMs. And, of course, the dean, Pete Klusik, uh for chiming in. And, of course, I want to thank Mr. Gerald Swindle. Uh, for taking time out. He took time out of his vacation. That was cool, man. He did. Even though the straighters were sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Yo,
7: I, I think that was fake, Mike. Who, who, who can sleep like that on a recliner? I don't know. Like he a,
5: looked out to me. I don't know. Do they not have beds? I don't
7: know, man. I think he was just trying not to talk. I, I never slept on a recliner like that ever, dude. I don't
5: know. I guess they don't have beds. I don't know. In Alabama. Maybe. Or, cell <laughs> or cell service. Or cell service. Uh, like those mosquito
7: nets. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't know. <laughs> I
7: think we're, Vietnam, we're uh, whatever.
0: I hate you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh <laughs> here's the good news. Uh I when we come Jeffy. back for the next Ike Live, Brian DeCarpenter, which <laughs> will be in a couple weeks, yeah. we're gonna have a uh, a couple winners. We'll have a winner of a Bassmaster event. We'll have a winner of a major league fishing tournament. Uh things will be semi back to normal. So um, you know, we're gonna uh hopefully get the crew back. We're hopefully going to get everything back. I feel like yeah. June 6th is what I heard on offices opening back up. So yeah. if that's true, if that holds true, I think you're going to see uh, an old, a an, night an live like we're used to. You know, we'll have a crew back here in the studio. So looking forward to that.
7: Well, what else you got, Mike, Mike? Hey, Mike, Mike, listen, Mike. I've been getting <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike. messages from Brian's Torquedo, and I've been contacted by Brian's ghost. Ooh. Wow, you mean physically contact it? Telepathy. 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 What do you mean? Tell us more. So, I don't know. I think I think next time we have our live show, we're definitely going to have an update from wow. Brian's Torquito as wow. well as Brian's Ghost. Wow,
5: Brian's Torquito and we're
7: Brian's, Brian's Huffy.
5: Brian's Huffy. Brian's has its own Instagram. I saw. Nah,
7: that thing does sign language. I, I can't talk. That one. <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
7: Dude, I, uh, hold on. In these riots, did you watch the. Like, every, <laughs> every, governor, <laughs> every governor was talking with a. No one who does sign language is rioting. Like they had a they had a they had a sign language guy for the rioters, dude. Like I don't, know. I, I had enough. I'm sorry, I'm
6: muted. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Brian, Dave will
4: just mute himself. You don't even need to. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I just want to say, if anybody watched the last show, we brought Dave in and and uh, and, I, and I had to uh, escort him off the off the air <laughs> tonight, within like a minute. <laughs>
4: Browsing didn't Hold didn't talk on. to me for a week. Mike, I can't that. hear you, Mike. I really can't hear you, Mike.
7: I just started talking to Brian like two days ago after <laughs> <That's> that. Let me bring it up. I'm not
2: ready to recover yet.
0: The, uh, best, the best thing is after you you hung up on Dave, he sent me a text and he said it said, Brian, worst producer ever, with an exclamation
7: point. Now, Mike, listen to me. Mike, first he tells me that he doesn't need me, that I don't need to come on. So I'm good. Me and my wife start watching The Last Kingdom, a new, a new show we're watching. <laughs> Guys, like you got to get through five episodes of Last Kingdom, then it's, then it's legit. It's like a combination. Like they're like cheating off uh, Vikings and Game of Thrones. It's it, it's not as great, but absent like that stuff, it, it, it'll fill the void. But anyway, <laughs> he tells me then he sends me, no, then he hits me with Jewish guilt and says like, Dude, like, where you at? I need you. Get on the air. I need so you. So I call in. Then he fucking then he hangs up on. Me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, none of that is true, <laughs> except for maybe the TV show oh, I was watching. Brian, oh, Oh, Dave! You got the dude, same dude. messages I said to everybody else. Your dumbass just don't know how to read <laughs> <laughs> and interpret the English language, dummy. <laughs> I, All the ripping I you do on me—I I, I did one thing and you talked to me for a week. Let me yeah. tell you something. You got nothing. No. You got nothing. I'm still not recovering. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, Dave, take us home. I
7: blame you for this monster. All right? What monster? I blame you for the monster known now as BTC, which is Frankenstein back in Transylvania days. <laughs> you are now like Dr. Frank and Ellie, all right, because <laughs> you created this monster known as Brian the Carpenter. I did not yelling at people on the state, yelling at people on set, uh, yelling at poor Charles, the nicest guy in the world that could sell nuns. I you, piece.
5: just just digging right? shit up to get yourself out. A- you screwed up. All right, Pete, what do you got there? <laughs>
4: Dave. Dave, by the way, you have a new Dave. You have a new category dedicated to you on the iClive YouTube channel. Oh, and it's called it's called it's called Dave's
6: Darkness. And you, oh. another, you just gave me another
4: social media clip and something for the YouTube folder. Thank you. Yes,
1: right. Dave's
0: Darkness. Another character spawned out of the show. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And Pete with a new name tonight. Of course, Pete silt is a new one? We'll add to the li- list. Silt. Yes. Pete, yeah. Silt. Silt. Yeah, Pete, Silt. Pete Silt. Yeah, Pete's
4: Silt. Pete's
0: Silt. And Gerald's Ear. And Gerald's Ear. We also have to add to the list. So this was successful. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, great show. We'll keep you in the loop on uh, when we'll be back, probably in a couple weeks. And hopefully you'll see the crew back in here. Uh, I want everybody to have a great night. Be safe. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Good night. Good
6: night. Good night,
2: everybody. <laughs>
1: Hi, today we're going chest-to-chest in the Dr. Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing him down with three name-brand bars. The result? A sad milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, Big Soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch soap retains all the natural ingredients, which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch is taking over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch natural soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today.
3: Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bam a bug. Finesse jig, PB and J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now, I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras, like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Uh Oh, is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. It might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. Feels bigger. I haven't even seen this thing yet. It doesn't want to come up. Don't break
6: me off the rocks. Oh it's a... Oh!
4: Oh my god, that's
3: such a healthy fish, look at this sun. Ah! Yeah! Put a little liquid mayhem on your crappy jig, and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That it was- might be a keeper.